Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. The Home Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM 95.9. 20 past 8 here on the home of the Afropolitan, speaking to an Afropolitan here who's here to share her story with us. Once a month, we'll bring in a journalist, uh, a broadcaster, someone in print, someone that you know and know very well, maybe from watching on TV, hearing on the radio, reading their pieces that they've written uh, in newspapers and and whatever. And uh, today we are joined by... A woman who has made a name for herself in the world of rugby. Mutsidi Simohona, thank you so much for your time and uh, welcome to Kaya. Hello, Musi. Why are you being so strict with me today? Yeah, because that is it. Radio oh. is about being strict. and Well, in fact, TV is stricter. So, yeah, and you know better than I do. But thank you so much for yeah. coming. My pleasure. My pleasure. Always wanted to be on your show. I think the home straight is the bomb. Oh. And you're doing amazing, amazing work. Thank you. I, I, I'm yeah. blushing. Now, enough about me and more about you because we're here to hear about your your story. And I think when we had uh, Tabiso Musia here, one of the important things he mentioned was that over time, things have started to change and we need to embrace that change. In yeah. particular, we need to jettison this idea that while sports, ski, rugby, cricket, the big three, is the, the holy grail of men only. But let's not start there. Let's go back in time. Yeah. Because when, she, when you sent me your, your, a message saying, yeah, confirmed, I'm coming through tonight, and I looked at your profile picture, it was you and your dad. Yeah. And sometimes the person who mentors us the most in life may not even be mentoring us in, in a field that that we will end up in. Yeah. Um, we're talking about mentorship and we heard from Jackson Mabahwane just a short while ago about that wonderful video he did mm. with that kid. Oh, so that tell was us beautiful. A, it hey? was, it was. That was beautiful. What role did your father play? Because at the end of last year, when I asked you to say how 2019 went, you said it was difficult but rewarding and part of that was your own story with your father. Yeah. Ah... Man, it's been such a difficult time, but uh, my dad was hands-on from the get-go. He's the first parent I was held by because back in the day, um, I unfortunately bridged. I was almost out and then I went back and I'm like, I don't want to be in this earth. (laughs) And so my mom had to be rushed to surgery uh, and was out for a while. So for the first, what, six, seven probably hours of my life, I was just hanging out with my dad. Um, and that really is the tale of uh, Balitsidi. That's that we were we were always together when Mwana I was, and he would I'd follow him everywhere. He was a football man through and through. Kaiser Chiefs, Leswalos. That that was his bread and butter. Ltd. That's it. If Kaiser Chiefs, then we came into all because it's like to love now, you know. Yes. But a Chiefs baby loved his football, but he did not. Uh, rein us in in terms of what we could learn in the sporting fraternity and in the world at large, you know, because we got to primary school. I played netball. He supported. He'd come through, watch the game sometimes. Uh, he worked right next door to the school. So you'd just see him strolling oh, in every now and again. And then I learned about cricket. Now we're watching cricket at home. Dad, this is what happens. Wada, 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 wada. Um, so his, his role was really to build my character, um, to make me resilient, to make me patient and persistent. You know, to know that um, 
even when the no no's come and even when it seems like I'm not getting where I'm supposed to be, I still need to be great. I still need to be excellent. I still need to wake up and show up mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's what he did, you know, not, not necessarily always in what he said, but just seeing how he lived. Yeah, he always actions. showed up and he was he was always there at 100. So, so when did you decide or maybe fall into um, journalism or broadcasting? Did you always know that I want to be on radio, I want to be on TV? Yeah, I, I, I loved radio as a medium. You know, when we were young, I uh, would always be blasting why. Mm-hmm. I mean, on a Saturday, we open the windows, the back door, we'll clean the house, and why is blaring. And we lived at the corner house, Koramgunupi East, Katlehong. So you, everybody that passes knows, okay, but I want to go to the house. We're outside, we're free from all, we're ready. You know, go back inside, clean the whole house. I mean, it's blaring. So by two, three, that's when you decide, okay, let's bath, let's be cute, let's go out, see our friends, whatever. So I, I just love the voices I heard. Ashifa Shaba, you know, Dre. All morning, all the time. Um, and and they made me love the medium. Did I think I'd work in it? No, I don't think I was like a cool kid. I was very nerdy, very book smart. So when, so when did you get into it then? When did Mutsidisi Muhono, after having a love for radio from listening to it, then decide that I want to be yeah. part of it from behind the microphone? So I went to UJ. First year was 2007. And I just had so much time, like lead time to do nothing. And I thought, hey, this all this time is going to get me into trouble. I need to get into something. And then I remember um, they were having auditions on campus for DJs, so I went. But at the time, UJ was a rock station. So I was yes. not their flow mm-hmm. at the time. But then they gave me a script for um, a news bulletin and asked me to read that. I read that. They were like, oh, she sounds nice. Uh, come back on Monday um, and read for us again. Let's see where we can place you. And I ended up doing breakfast. And and then I heard that why I was looking for a weekend newsreader, someone brand new. I went, um, convinced the editors, Gila Machova, that an accounting student... The famous Machova. <laughs> yeah, the famous Machova. That an accounting student would be able to do the job. And he was like, okay, Ms. Mohono, let's give it a shot. Let's see, you know, um, because... I may not have been qualified for the job or studying journalism, in fact. Um, but I think he could see that I wanted to be, to start something new, but I, my character was good. I would be on time. I would work hard. I'd be able to learn, opening, open to learning. Um, yeah, so he gave me a shot. And the rest is history. And the rest is unfolding as we speak now. Yeah. So when did you make the transition then from news to sport? Because uh, if I'm correct, then at Y, the, as newsreaders, at the end of the bulletin, especially on the weekends, you'd get that little sports story or like a minute or something. Yeah, yes. so, but Weekend News, uh, he wanted to turn it into sports bulletins because that's essentially what leads news on a weekend unless there's a big news story, like yes. a breaking story. So that's what we do. But the real switch happened uh, early 2011 when Tato left for... Uh, super sport Tatomien Yes And then I turned around To Turin Causeway Another colleague of mine And I was like Hey I think I want to Take over the sports desk And he was like Okay Go for it uh, Len Moleko Was still in the newsroom At the time I told Len He was like Cool Let's go Let's do this And Machova gave me the space So I just Tried to fill her shoes And initially 
talk because it's one thing being a presenter mm. um on the radio or on TV but it's another thing now starting to get out there um attending events hosting events um and and getting your name out there where you're faced now with other journalists sport being very different from news in that yeah. it's mostly men yeah. and yeah. it's the case of okay well here's another one who's here because she has a pretty face um how did you get over that that barrier it's just all about credibility at the end of the day people respect the name that's on the byline when the content of your work is great. They don't care who writes it. They just want it to be quality. I think that um, women in the space have to work 10 times harder to have that stamp of approval. But you, that's not a you thing. That's, that's a without problem. It's not a within problem. It's an and uncontrollable. You, yeah, and you mm. can't internalize the opinions of other people when you know that you're doing great work. So unless Musibudi calls me or Tabiso calls me or Vata calls me and says, hey, like that, that's not it. What's going on? That's an opinion and that's a criticism I can respect. But if it's just someone there at home, that whole build-up was rubbish. Okay, what part of the build-up? Was it the opening? Was it the opening sequence? Mm. Was it the content mm. of the opening sequence? Was it a, a misin- Was it misinformation? Was it the way I introduced the panel? You tell me that. You will say, yo, this, that, and the other. That's how we become better. So I, I solicit that constructive criticism because I know it will make me better. But uh, everything else, I can't internalize it because then I'll always be in doubt of my own capabilities. Sage advice from Mutiso Mohono who joins us here on the home of the Afropolitan. Half past eight Kai FM 95.9. She's talking to us about her journey in uh, broadcasting and also talking to us about the confidence it takes to step in front of millions or put your voice out there for millions to hear and say I'm putting myself out there and uh, I will have faith in my abilities. Now Talk to me about your first time on TV. Radio is a little bit different. I just got uh, a, a tongue-in-cheek comment from uh, the radio DJ here who says, after my colleague here, Innocent Matsimela, put up my photo, he says, hey, you really look like your voice. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But, I'll take, amazing. <laughs> but I'll take it as a compliment. Um, but radio is a bit different. You yeah. know, we are here, we are behind, we can walk around and no one knows us. I mean, you'd have to be on radio for a while. It's only now that I've been radio for a long time that I might get recognized some way. Litting, it's the stadium or anyway, where everyone knows uh, you anyway. And it's always your voice. Like, hey, man, I know this voice. I know this God. voice. I know this, I know this voice. Can I, can I, where are you? <laughs> and then but TV is a little bit different. Yeah. You're out there and, and you're out there. Your first time on TV? So the first time was probably the Lady Raga auditions. Um, and that really was just the newsroom saying, yo, take a shot. Like you speak while you present yourself while just go and try it. I'd never been on TV. I'd never done anything TV related. I just communicated really well. So I went and I took a shot and uh, ended up coming third overall. But my first production was um, a Varsity Cup game actually in Bloemfontein. Mm-hmm. And I was working with the, 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 the most notorious director, I hope he's listening, Sean Everett. Yeah, that build up was nerve wracking. And he wanted to pre-record it. And I was with Gobani Bobo actually. Mm-hmm. And Gobs was like, no, we're going live. Yeah, you know Moss, how he Moss speaks. Moss can handle laugh. Yeah. She'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> And I kept saying, indeed. Indeed. Yeah, of course. Everyone is a crutch word. That's, there we go. You know? There we go. I can hear Sean in the background. I was like, hey, is, that's like the third indeed I've heard in the in like two minutes. Hey, that's three beers, Mots. And I continue, indeed, indeed. She's like, yeah, we had, we had a six-pack. Anyone else want beers in the truck? I never, ever, ever again use that word in a link. And it would take me literally like a minute of opening and I'd be like, I've said that word three times. That's not going to work. I need mm. to change my speech. So mm. I always I always tell him the story and I'm always like, I'm so grateful that you did that because you made me a better presenter. You made me aware of what's coming out of my mouth and to also take the time to breathe in, take the time to think it through and, and say what I need to say. But it was, it was scary. It requires a self-awareness though that most people will not have or mm. be not not be ready to have I, I often tell people who come and want to be on radio that one of the best things you can do is listen to yourself yeah. so record your voice and listen oh, i don't like my voice you know hearing mm. my voice well other people have to listen to it so now when are you don't want to listen but others must yeah. exactly so i mean that kind of self-awareness to to listen to yourself or to listen to yourself in your head and watch yourself where does that come from um, I've just always been um, uh, um, hi- can I say a high quality person uh, an overachiever so even in school if I'm not getting 80s and 90s I'm not happy if I'm not top of the class I'm not happy if my test is not being handed out first it means that I wasn't the best you know so I've always been um, and this is not the word I wanted to use but hypercritical of myself uh, I think so, in the US they call it a type A personality Marilena, in a negative connotation, with a positive connotation. Yes. So I'm, I'm always paying attention to how to be better, how to constantly better myself. I remember we went to a, a speech therapy session. It's actually down the road, down, down near Smarts. And this lady was like, um, cup your ears and say the sentence. I don't remember the sentence, but we said it. And like, I just sounded so different. And she's like, that's how you sound to the person that's listening to your voice. Mm-hmm. How do we refine that voice? How do we refine your intonation, your delivery? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do we make you, how do we make someone able to listen to you attentively for a long time? That's what we needed to change. But I, I do, I hate watching myself. I cringe all the time. I can barely get through that build up. Yeah, yeah the World Cup final. Cause I'm like, Ah, girl, no. I should have done ah, this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but that's how we get better. That's how we get better. And that's why I always say to people, um, it's fine. You can be as self-aware as you like, but there are certain things that you miss and you need other people to, to, to show you the light sometimes. And you need to open yourself up to that kind of criticism. Wonderful advice here being shared by Mutsirisi Muhono. She joins us in studio to share her journey with us. And uh, you can share your messages or your questions. Hit me up on Twitter at Musi Whitehead, M-O-S-I Whitehead, using the hashtag the home straight Musibudi Whitehead on Facebook and Instagram as well. And she just made mention, just breezed past it, that Rugby World Cup final. I mean, to host a Rugby World Cup final when the Springboks win it is really something magical but i guess for me mm-hmm. what's even more amazing is the time it took to go from varsity rugby to the rugby world cup final how long yeah eight years eight years eight years eight years from my lady raga edition to hey Mats, you're working on the rugby world cup 
It's not a short time. Huh? It's not a short time. You know, and I tell I tell young people all the time, like, you do not arrive as the finished product. No matter how good you are, you, there's going to be a lot of time before that day arrives where you're like, ha, huh, maybe I am doing the right thing. Maybe I am on the right path, you know. You, you've got to not despise humble beginnings. You have to work through the mud. You have to get stuck in. You have to have 14-hour days because they teach you how to be prudent. They teach you how to better be better productive. You have to learn how to research. You have to make mistakes so that you can be mm. better. But it takes a lot of time. When I started, Musi, you know, Varsity Cup, Varsity Shield, Varsity Hockey, Varsity Netball, mm. Varsity Football. Oh, and yes, and athletics. I remember athletics, athletics yes. everything. I did everything. I did every single thing. I was at the Netball Tri-Nations and then they need me on hockey, beach, volleyball, the works. I did it all. But I knew every production I'm getting better. Every production I'm getting better. So, when I finally, for example, um, my first like big, um, so let me call it a call up, my first big call up, uh, Laureus 2015 in Shanghai. I mean, my boss was just like, yeah, we're sending you to China. You're going to be covering the Laureus. What's what's what? I was like, what? Me? What? Who's who of sport across the globe yep. are there? And you just like, me, guys. Me. But it's, but I had started broadcasting in 2008 seven years later i'm doing this so there must have been work that's put in there must be something that people are seeing and thinking there is value in this person there is value in the way she presents we can send her alone she can produce her own thing yeah she she's reliable write. she's she, going to do the know, work yeah she's going to ask the right questions let her go 2017 was when i did the british and irish lions tour to new zealand again it's like me guys like yeah the whole thing listen they're gonna play the book the blues the hurricanes the highlanders everybody and then it's the test matches proper you're in the seat so what went through your mind when you got the call for the rugby world cup final because for me when these kinds of things happen and with a lot of people that i've interviewed um it is roughly expected it, so it, because it's a culmination yeah. of a lot of work but the fact that it does happen is still um is still a deeply fulfilling experience. Yes. Who was yes. the first person you, you thought about? You are so elated when you get that call. The first person I thought about was my dad. Because mm -hmm. I thought, sure, I would have called him and he would have been like, yeah, I told you it's coming, you know. Um, and I could just imagine his excitement if he were here to, to relate to me in the flesh. I can imagine he's very, very proud. And then um, I let my mom know. I let my bestie Aziza know. I let my person know. And I was like, we need to pray. We need to get me right. Um, because even going back to work was really difficult. It was two weeks after the fact. And life goes on. Nobody's waiting for you to grieve. And nobody's waiting for you to mourn. Nobody's yes. waiting. The, Mm -hmm. you know and and you've got to decide to set aside yourself for the work and i knew that this is it this is what it's all about this world cup i have to do this world cup because there's so many stories entrenched in this particular world cup with this team i can't miss it and when I went back, it was the 4th of October, the Springboks were playing Italy, which was the first test I ever did, Italy-South Africa, when they lost in 2016. And I thought, it's no coincidence that mm -hmm. it's working out the way it's working out, you know. 
So when I got the call for the final, um, and we got it pretty early, I was like, yeah. This is what it's stuck, all been for. This is what it's all been about. And you know, when, when I mean, accolades and, and all of that are amazing, Musi, because especially when they come from your peers, it's, it's, you're almost relieved that, oh, I really am on the right track. I really am doing the right thing. I really am putting my heart into work that I love. And it really is resonating with other people in the way that it always has resonated with me. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just, it was that validation i didn't need it but i but i enjoyed it i won't lie i enjoyed being recognized and being seen as perfect for that moment and perfect for that job being appreciated yeah yeah especially given uh, the history of this country and the fact that here you are a young black woman hosting a rugby world cup final when the history of south africa tells us that well uh only a certain kind of person would have been able to do that 20 years ago now you mentioned your person and so we're going to ask a two-part question as we wrap this conversation up with uh, Mutsirisi Mohono here Why? on the home of the Afropolitan Kaya FM 95.9. <laughs> it's an important question because I want you to end off by giving some advice to young women out there. Stay tuned because we'll be hearing from Danon after we speak to uh, Mutsirisi giving us advice, as we mentioned, young people about the importance of nutrition and getting them started early with the right nutrition so they can get to the top of their game. Mm. But you, because... Th- there, there is more pressure on women once you get to a certain age to get married, yeah. to have children. And that pressure comes from society, from our families. Hey, you know what I mean? And, and, and here you are working your eight years to host that Rugby World Cup final. And in that time, there's travel. Uh, there's late nights, there's uh, all sorts of sacrifices, 14-hour days, and there may not be time for a serious committed relationship to have children at that time. Mm. Um, whereas for a man, it's a little bit different. You can still go on with your career and get married and uh, the children um, can be had and it's not only your responsibility. So f- what would you say to young women sharing in your own story about a relationship and trying to make it in this business that's a it's a tough one but you've got to be with someone who believes in you and believes in your purpose in your who believes in your work because then working 14 your 14 hour day makes sense to them your traveling makes sense to them. It's easy to support it because they back you, because they're your biggest cheerleader anyway, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, sometimes it does get hard because, um, you know, I, I mean, I'm never around on the on Saturday, for example. So I can't be like, oh, let's go have a picnic, let's go have a what what. But you know, in the afternoons, you've got to be with someone who who champions your career. Because if they don't, then you're going to be in competition with one another. Mm. Or worse, they're going to try and, and, and bring you down and, and put you in the box that they had set aside yes, for you. Because all mm. say mm. look after my children and then now you know what lots of my and then Banavaka. Yes. And I'm not a mom, but I'd like to think that even when I am a mom 
just like I looked up to my mother, that my children will understand that mom is a great mom, but she's also just a kick-ass career woman. And, and that they will believe that there must be a wholeness about Mutsidisi, my mom. You know, just like I believe there's a wholeness about my mother, Mama Maputi, because she worked, she woke up same time as dad. In fact, he would drop her off at work, go to work. You know, so I'm, I come from a, a family that was like that, where women working was not, it, it's good life. Mm-hmm. You know, where I'd come home and my dad is cooking because mama's working till seven. Mm. You know, where we dish up and she walks into the house, we eat. That's the kind of house, household I lived in. And fortunately, unfortunately, that's the kind of partner I'm going to need. Someone who's going to champion me and understand why I have to do what I'm doing. Because I think the um, I think the, the the tension comes in when the person doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Hasn't I, bought into the dream yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, I dated someone who was like, but there are men everywhere. I'm like, yes. Oh, like in your industry. Yeah, <laughs> like I would travel, maybe I'm in PE for a game. Yeah, but there are men everywhere. You haven't told me that, hey, the, the PA is a lady or whatever. I'm just like, it's the game mm. so if you're not gonna trust me and trust that i'm there to fulfill my purpose trust that i'm there to do work that fulfills me you won't be secure you won't you you won't you won't champion me you you won't push me forward you won't wish me luck yeah yeah amazing story here unfortunately we are out of time how time does fly and you are saying this is the content we signed up for thank you track suit and uh, Kurisho Wamaremera says uh, he's loving this one as well. Aww, Lots of people please. loving this. Cynthia Nyati says, I absolutely love Mutsidisi. Thank you so much for having her on the home straight. Wishing her all the best for the DSTV Viewers Choice Awards. Yay! And you can follow her at Mutsidisi. Mutsidisi with a D, not an L. Basutu with a D, not an L. At Mutsidisi M. And you can vote for her there. She has been sharing the details of how to vote for her. So thank you so much. When you come back here for another interview in five years' time, where will you be? Oh, I'll be back from France, darling. I'll just have touched down with my twins and hubby in tow. Mm. I will be coming here to break it down and let Can you, you see know the smile happened. on his face? No, what are you doing, Musi? No, Musi, don't be this guy. Okay, okay. Don't be this but, person. But, you know, it's making me warm inside, you know. <laughs> I love love. Um, okay, so, so, so that's the plan, to stay with rugby. Oh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a sportswoman. I'm a woman in sport. My niche is rugby. But I can talk about everything. I can make everything my business because I've cultivated that skill. But I'm a voiceover artist. I'm an MC. So if you need mucho, oh, fabulous. Otlozuza, your event. You know where to go. Yeah. And I, vote for me. DSTV Viewers Choice Awards. Favorite TV presenter. Have you voted? I actually have. Oh, okay. I actually have. Um, hey. I actually have, yeah. So good luck. Thank and uh, she is a, a, a pretty good MC. I saw her do a super sport Let's Play one out in Tembisa for some kids. And she really was good. You can follow her at MutsidiCM to find out more. Thank you so much. And it's Thank been you. such a pleasure having you. Um, hopefully, you will inspire a generation of young women to take up uh, the fight in sports broadcasting. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you so much, Missy. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.